and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a community for Australian women in small business to connect and support each other. In this podcast, we bring you the real stories of women in small business. We discuss their unique journey to small business success. We dig deeper into their story, the challenges they've faced and the support that has played a vital role along the way. And they share with us their business expertise and knowledge so that you can do the same. It's time to chat candidly about creating and building a business on your own terms. Hi ladies and welcome to the catch up today. We are chatting with the lovely Hayley Robertson. Now Hayley is an MBA qualified and experienced marketing consultant and business coach. She's also a small business owner, so she understands what we're talking about and founded my client strategy to teach service-based small business owners how to successfully market and grow their business without the stress and overwhelm. I love without the stress and overwhelm. Welcome to the Cash Shop, Hayley. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Danielle. It's great to be here. So I've invited Hayley today to have a chat to us about marketing a service-based business. I know I personally have come from a service-based business background and over the years have struggled with how to how to market that and how to sort of say to people, this is what I do and um, I am the product pretty much. So Hayley, how can we, I know it's a huge question I'm chucking out there, but how do you market a service-based business? It's a great question um, because it's definitely different to marketing a product-based business. You don't have these pretty stock images of your product that you can post on social media and uh, you know be able to talk about all those features and benefits of that product. When you go into market a service-based business, you're really talking a lot about yourself, which for a lot of people can be really difficult. Um, I find it difficult myself as well, um, it, but it, it requires a lot of confidence and getting really clear on who you are, why you're in business and how you can provide value and, and solutions to your potential clients. Um, so when you're actually able to confidently speak about yourself and put yourself out there and increase your visibility, uh, you're actually then able to start building trust and building relationships with people, which essentially is, is right at the crux of marketing your service-based business. Because when someone wants to go and purchase a service, they're actually putting a lot of trust and a lot of faith in that person that they're purchasing from because they don't necessarily know exactly what type of service or what quality they're going to get. Um, so anything that you can do to demonstrate that value, talk about your services, it really just helps to overcome some of those fears and sales objections that people have when it comes to purchasing services. So I guess if you're wanting to compare it to selling a product, so here's my product, I don't know, it might be a vase or something. So you describe that product and someone can pick it up in a shop and look at it and sort of see for themselves, I guess, what the quality is, that kind of thing. You have to do that with yourself. You are the product. Absolutely, yeah. You, you really need to understand why you're in business and really start thinking about some of those personal stories and reasons about why you've put your products and services together, how you can help other people. Uh, some of your qualifications, your experience really helps as well to build some of that trust with people in terms of promoting your services. Um, and it really is about getting visible and getting yourself out there. And it's, it can be quite um, challenging and it can be quite scary for a lot of people. But once you put a few strategies in place that make that easier, 
um, yeah, you actually find that your business just starts to grow organically because you're just doing all those little one percenters and they all add up into that big overall result. So Hayley, you've mentioned about positioning yourself um, in the market. How do we, you know, there's so many avenues with social media, having good branding, having a website. How do we kind of do that strategically? Yeah, so it's really about getting clear on that target market that you're looking to attract. So when it comes to defining your target market, it's really about looking at the demand that there is out there and who might want to purchase your services and then narrowing it down into a group of people who there's going to be enough of them to actually make it profitable for you and your business. So there's, you know, there's a large enough pool of people to market to, um, but also they're going to be the people that you would like to work with and that you want to attract. So often we like to work with people who are similar to ourselves. So sometimes that can actually help in trying to define sort of those needs and wants of your, of your target market and what types of services they're looking for. Um, but also then, you know, really starting to undertake some research to find out what type of media they consume, what social media platforms they're on, having a look at, um, you know, the different questions that they're asking in Facebook groups. There's um, a lot of reports, a lot of question forums out there that you can do a lot of research online around. But also one of the best ways is to find people in your network or find people that you can be introduced to, that you can talk to, that you can really get to the crux of what it is that they're looking for and they're looking for your types of services. So speaking to people and, and talking to them is a great way to do that as well. It's really interesting because just in the Shieldshine community this week, you've just reminded me, we had one of our members put a call out for that exact thing. So she said what she, who she was after, what sort of interest they would have, what they would be um, asked about, but really pinpointed who those people were. And then we had you know, a handful sort of put their hands up, go, yeah, that's me. I'm happy to answer some questions and have a phone chat about it. So it's really about doing that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, once you start working with clients, once you've started, so you might have launched your business, but once you've got those first three or four or five clients, it really does start to become a lot easier because you start to see patterns. You start to see the same kind of questions coming up all the time. Um, and that really, really helps you to narrow in on your target market and what it is that they're looking for. And is that a really good opportunity to start creating that community because you're starting to sort of see what information they're after, what resources they need? Absolutely. And I think, you know, the sooner that you can start a community for your business and start building that community, uh, the better. So when, when I talk about building a community, that could be building your email list. Uh, but it also could be building a Facebook group. It could be starting even just a networking lunch with people, you know, from your local area uh, once a month. It's just creating those relationships and starting to build that trust with people uh, and really, you know, having those opportunities where you actually get to talk to people because that's where you're going to find out the best information and where you're going to get the best insights and research from. And I guess also you could also find out through those conversations about, you know, packaging your products, if that would work for your clients. Um, often we kind of think, okay, yes, I need to package my, my products or my, you know, obviously my services, we're a service-based business here, but how to actually do that? Are those conversations vital to that information? Absolutely. And I think probably one of the tips that I would give people when they're thinking about packaging their solution is to have a bit of a broad 
idea about what you might put into that package and then taking that to someone and getting their feedback because I think that's a really great way to kind of prompt that conversation and just help your target market because sometimes people don't really know what they want but when you put something in front of them they'll go oh actually yeah I'd really like that or no that doesn't really interest me so you'll, you'll get that really good insight um, if you've just even just got a broad outline uh, you could also ask them about past services that they've used before because competitor research is also really great for getting that insight into why people actually decided to purchase from, from one of your competitors. There might have been something in their package that really appealed to them uh, or they might have found something once they started working with someone that was a really great offer and they could give you that as a suggestion to put into your package going forward. So if you've developed a community but you don't have a very big community, Hayley, so um, you really kind of need to get, I don't I hate saying the numbers, but you really need to kind of get a few more people in there um, and your name out there more, what sort of things can you do to kind of, rather than, you know, getting clients off the, you know, off the cuff, there's obviously a process we need to get, you know, we need to go through to start building those, those trust and those relationships. Um, obviously you can't meet everybody all the time. What are some other things that we can do to really get our name out there? Yeah, absolutely. So there's sort of two areas when it comes to advertising. So you can do your organic advertising, which is your free stuff through social media. So it's about regular posting on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, whatever platform that you've decided is the most appropriate for your business and where your ideal clients are likely to be. Um, that's a great way for brand building and for getting visibility and getting your message out there. Um, it's, it's about having a good content marketing strategy as well that sits behind that so that you're not just randomly posting. Um, what I recommend is people sort of pick four or five topics that they believe are really relevant related to their business and what people are asking questions about. So what are they looking for advice on or how can you help educate them on the types of topics that sit in and around your service and then create your content around that. So get really specific on those profit topics and then just create a lot of content in that space and put it out there because people want to follow people who give value. So if you're trying to build a community, you've got to have value for people. There's a reason for them to follow you. And how important is consistency in that content, Hayley? Because, you know, we all dread sitting down and writing those blog posts, but do we need to be consistent? You do. And consistency really is a couple of things. It's the topics that you write about and it's also the frequency. So people are going to follow you for a reason and it might be that they're going to get a blog article once a week from you. And that might be the core reason you know, why they follow you. It might be that you, that you have a podcast that, that you produce once a month. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily matter what the frequency is as long as it's consistent. Um, if you are trying to build your community faster, you obviously need to do more. So there's a direct correlation. I think a lot of people say, how much time should I spend on this stuff? It kind of depends how fast you want to grow. Um, because yeah. the more you put into it and the more you're posting, the more people you are likely to reach. So if you want to grow really fast, it's about... You know, I know of people that post three or four times a day on Instagram. For me, I find that completely too much. Um, I'd rather spend my time writing blogs um, and putting a blog out once a week. So it's about sort of 
working out what's going to work for you, putting that schedule in place. And once you've actually got that schedule, you start to get, to get habits and you are faster at producing it. So if you're randomly doing Instagram and then a month later you think, oh, no, I need to build my Facebook page and then two months after that, oh, no, LinkedIn's where it's at, you will actually find that you're probably not going to be as consistent and, and it, it becomes harder because it's slower. You're actually having to learn a whole new platform. So... It's about just picking what you think is going to be the best for you and then just sticking at it and putting the consistency yeah. in. I love that because it's not about, you know, spreading yourself too thin across anything and not being particularly good at any of them. It's about really about focusing in and honing in on where your clients are and what works for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, again, if you want to grow your community faster, the other alternative in the advertising space is to do some paid ads as well. So sometimes a combination of both can work really well where you might be putting a lot of your core content out there to warm up your audience and to get them sort of familiar with your brand and understanding who you are um, and then following that up with some paid advertising to those warm, ads, warm audiences to actually start converting them either onto your email list or into one of your Services. Is collaboration something else that we could be looking at in that same, um, I guess, same area? Yeah, collaborations are great for extending the reach of your content. So if you're spending all this time creating content, uh, it's a great, great opportunity to partner with other people to actually also get their audiences to see your content as well. Um, if you can find someone who is in a similar space to yours is not a direct competitor but they may have a complementary service so you might be a web designer um, but you don't do copywriting as an example so you could look for another um, another service that offers something in a similar space who are the same type of clients who are looking for those things at similar times as well so you know when someone is developing a website they're definitely looking for a copywriter so um, you know it's finding what business is really complementary to yours and then looking for those shared opportunities where you can promote each other's business and also build referral partnerships. Thank you, Hayley. Do you have anything else you'd like to add on to that? I think um, the community building is a really big part for service-based businesses and I think the more that you can put yourself out there, build relationships with people um, and actually start speaking with people when you can also do that through Facebook groups as well is actually start to have conversations with people because the conversations and things actually going to grow those relationships quicker and faster and help to overcome some of those fears and sales objections. Actually, a quick and easy way to do that that I've just seen recently is with the questions you can ask on um, Instagram stories. I've seen a lot of people sort of taking that, um, that function and using it to really engage with their community and to really get that, you know, I guess with, with um, Instagram as well, with Instagram stories, it's quite instantaneous so it's one of those ways that you can instantly start sort of answering those questions and building community and getting to know people absolutely i think stories are great for that kind of relationship building stuff and the other um tactic that i use as well is to share other people's content because um often that will create a response back from the person whose content that you shared in your story um, and it's just a great way to actually start building that relationship and having a conversation with them without coming across like you're spamming or salesy or, yeah. uh, or that sort of stuff which can you can find a lot of on social media unfortunately yes yes you can <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time today, Hayley. We've had some technical issues. We've had some gardeners outside as well that <laughs> we pushed on through and um, it was awesome having you um, share that, those insights with us today. 
because we do know that marketing a service-based business is different to a product business. Um, I will add Haley's contact details um, when I put this all together up on the net. So you can have a look at Haley's website and get in contact with Haley if you'd like to do so. But thanks so much, Haley. Have a great day and um, we'll chat to you soon. Thanks, Danielle. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to find out more about the Shine community for Australian women in small business, head to shewilshine.com.au. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the handle shewilshine.com.au. And don't forget, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes. Join us next time for the Shine podcast. <laughs>